0: Art is looking at your mess, your bad habits, your dark corners, and shining light there. Art is looking at your boring stories, knowing they're boring, and finding a way to tell those stories anyhow.
1: Finding your purpose is a huge deal for everyone, obviously, but it's something that younger generations are especially pursuing. They want to do purpose-driven work. A Society for Human Resource Management study found that 94% of millennials want to use their skills to benefit a cause, 94%. Another survey found that 63% of millennials believe the primary purpose of companies should be to make a difference instead of making a profit. People want to find a purpose, and that's why I was so surprised to hear this talk from artist and author Shabazz Larkin. Shabazz is an extraordinary human being who oozes joy. Everyone loved him last year at Story 2020. Listen in on some of his talk. He says that what we're really looking for isn't exactly purpose, but something else. I'll let him make the case, but it just might change your mind on what we talk about when we talk about purpose here's shabazz
0: today i actually want to talk to you about the multi-million dollar idea of purpose from the books the groups the tv shows i've taken a part of a few of them all selling purpose For most of my career, I've worked as a creative director at ad agencies all over the world, helping huge brands and public personas understand and sell, of course, their purpose. But why is it that we've read all the books, and we've done all the groups, and still find ourselves walking in circles? And if you're lucky enough to spend all your time pursuing that big purpose of yours, oftentimes you are rewarded with the gift of being isolated, disconnected, and discontent. Maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm not. But my personal journey is begging for the question, is there something else This talk is for all those still trying to figure out what you are doing with your life. And for those who are looking up at a very different world, realizing that their big purpose might not be meeting this new day. So I'm here to say, find your art because purpose is overrated my name is shabazz larkin and i am as harris said i'm an artist living here in nashville tennessee and i'm actually the author of a book called the thing about bees which is a love letter to my sons about bees fear and love by the way hi royal hi legend i see you guys are watching at home i paint pictures of black life and black heroes, black spirituality, uh, black mindfulness, and black joy. Because I knew that this reality existed, though I couldn't find the images anywhere. This is the story of how I found my own art. When I was in college, I stumbled into the Richmond Museum of Fine Art. I would go to see a painting by Kahindi Wiley entitled Willem van... I still don't know how to actually pronounce it. <laughs> it's a picture of an African-American man that looked like one of those guys that I went to high school with. But he was posing in a style of a Renaissance painting. This portrait is significant to me for a few reasons. First... I didn't think that there were any black painters or portraits of black people hanging in museums. Second, the figure in Kahindi Wiley's painting dressed like me. Well, me back then. <laughs> Most people called us hoodlum and for how we wore our pants, and how we braided our hair. But this painting made that style look like royalty. I questioned my own identity. Somehow fashion was an existential crisis, a metaphor for the racist social constructs that we were forced to live under. This very deep conversation with myself and this painting went on for hours. I remember crying right there in that spot for hours. Not one word came out of my mouth. I remember going back to my friends and not being able to explain what I had experienced. I just felt it. What's happening when art does this? Perhaps I saw myself in that guy and this painting was a kind of mirror, a validation that I didn't know that I needed. Something was happening in me fascinating is it that an image can jump off a page and into your own physiology to the point that you don't just experience it in your brain, sort of making calculated hypotheses about the piece and the origins and what all that it means. No, my experience with this painting sounds more like someone describing an encounter with God. My breath changed, my heart rate rose, and water began dripping from my eye sockets. I was given the right to be gloriously young and black. I had been drawing my whole life, but I became an artist right there in that museum. I discovered many other artists like Jean-Michel Basquiat, Toyin Oji Adutola, and Kara Walker. They inspired me to find a way to express this uniqueness of my own vulnerable Black culture, the way that artists did, these artists did for me.
1: Shabazz paints pictures of the Black experience. You've got to check them out. They are incredible. He's got this great series where he adds these big, crazy afros to famous figures like Fro Derek Douglas. Sydney Fro-Tier and the Fro-Bamas. His art is beautiful, but it's so raw and rich that you can tell it's coming from a deep place. And that's the place that Shabazz is talking about. That's the mood he wants us to achieve, too. And he's creating some new ways to help, starting by focusing on the most marginalized.
0: You can capture a reality that isn't what needs to be, It can inspire our best selves or reveal our worst selves and change the world in the process. But something more than magic is happening when our reality is reflected to us. Later, I came to learn about the science. Researchers have associated an energy unit with feelings measured by the glucose used to process emotions, and it's sort of a boring story to tell, but we think that if our brains are like computer chips, emotions are messages that are sent around the body, uh, our whole bodies and back into our brains, creating physiological attributes like breathing, blood flow, sweating, arousal, fidgeting, based on what our emotions are trying to tell us. Now, this is the part that blew my mind. They found that people who process feelings by themselves use 80% more energy than those who process feelings with someone else, leaving them more emotionally depleted and therefore unhappy. Sooner and more often than those processing with someone else. In essence, we're made to do this thing called life together. What's happening is we, we become this kind of mirror for each other's reality. And I think there was, other, there was another uh, session that talked about uh, similar topics. Um, if someone or something can match our reality, then our brains tell us what we all wanna know. We exist. We are real. We are not broken. We are safe. And now we can go forward. Art can help people process emotions as well. Art is more than pictures or sculptures or sounds or pictures on sculptures with sounds. Art is an expression of how we feel, our experiences, our loss, our pain, our joy, our rebellion, our story, our identity. Most of all, art is a reminder that we exist. It says, we are not alone. And if you can't draw or paint or make sculptures and songs, you can make empathy because art is empathy. And art is taking what's been bottled in you and splatting it all over the earth, however it wants to come out. Art is looking at your mess, your bad habits, your dark corners and shining light there. Art is looking at your boring stories, knowing they're boring, and finding a way to tell those stories anyhow. I love this quote from Robin Roberts that says, your mess is your message. Art says your stories matter. Art turns your style into identity.
1: One of the most rewarding parts of taking in any art, be it music or movies or poetry or novels, anything, is that moment where someone is describing a feeling you thought was unique to only you. Suddenly you realize you're not alone. Somebody else out there had that experience, that feeling, that instinct, and now you feel just a little bit bolder safer and more real because you know that what you thought was something that made you weird is actually just a part of the human experience. That's what Shabazz is passionate about creating, and it's something we can all get involved in no matter what kind of art we make. We all have the ability to give other people solidarity through our work.
0: We spend our lives debating purpose and floundering what it might be when our art is sitting right under our nose. Our purpose asks, who are we? An existential question that might not be ours to answer. But our art asks, what will you do right now with what's in front of you? then it asks again tomorrow. Because when making art failure is dope, there's no right way or wrong way. You have a feeling or an experience of something inside that has to come out and you let it out. Then you do it again in some other way. So if that art is crap, it's okay. You learn why and you go to make some more art. Art keeps us more connected to the process of being human instead of the aspirations of success. But wait, where do you start? Start with shame. Shame is the feeling that something is too small or unworthy of talking about. Shame doesn't want to be articulated because it's the opposite of art. It wants to hide in the closets, under your bed and in your dark corners. There's so much good art hiding behind a door of shame, a door of This doesn't exist, and no one cares. Just waiting for you to shine your light on it. And your vulnerability is that light. And if you can be vulnerable about how you feel, or how you look, or how you think, then you can help others do the same. What you may notice, or may not notice, that I have no eyebrows, suddenly at 34, over the course of a few months, All my hair had fallen out, a product of what I would learn to be alopecia. There was a period in time I couldn't look in the mirror, and that's because I hated what I saw, because I didn't recognize myself. But I love this image of me turning my face into art the way of, a, uh, the, my way of sort of claiming who I am, claiming my own image because vulnerability transforms our reality into beauty, which for me, transform into a radical acceptance of self. Vulnerability is the willingness to say, I am beautiful too, just as I am.
1: We all need purpose, but sometimes we get stuck trying to figure out what purpose is and if we found it. And if not, when will we? And so on. That's why I like Shabazz's idea here. Do what's in front of you. It may not be your grand purpose, but it's your way of telling the world that you exist. Maybe we don't have a quote unquote life purpose. Maybe we have a purpose for each chapter of our story if you know what your purpose is in this current chapter, that's a good start. And if you enjoyed this small glimpse into Shabazz's talk from Story 2020, you're going to love Story 2021. It's coming up on September 23rd and 24th, both in person in Nashville and online through our curated digital experience. Take a moment to stop by story2021.com and learn more. Again, that's just story 2021.com. Registration just opened up and you only have a few days to save on your tickets before the price goes up by a hundred bucks. I hope to see you there until then. Thanks so much for listening to the story podcast. The Story Podcast is a production of the Astoria Collective. It is hosted and curated by Harris III and produced, edited, and mixed by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. All music for season five of the Story Podcast is provided by the talented musicians at Soundstripe. For more information about this podcast and other creative offerings from Story, visit StoryGatherings.com.